All right, this is the Scarlet Faithful Podcast. Uh, I'm Aaron Brightman. My rapid reaction to Rutgers' dominant victory over Northwestern, 24-7 to on Sunday. Pretty solid performance. Not perfect, not perfect, but really impressive, I think, just from the context of how Rutgers started the game, the way they set the tone, uh, and the way the offense was able to establish control of the game, time of possession, uh, 39 minutes uh, overall in terms of the clock. Uh, never allowed Northwestern to establish a rhythm or get into the game. And the defense played really well. So uh, general thoughts, just, you know, very encouraging for sure. Uh, national stage for Rutgers as fans. You know, I, I certainly am guilty of this. And I was pretty vocal that I was concerned about Rutgers stumbling out of the gate and maybe having a, you know, a very close, tense game. That was not the case at all, and uh, total credit to Greg Schiano and the Rutgers team for how they were prepared, how they played, the coaching staff, and how they came out and delivered. It was a really hot day, uh, around 90 degrees, and um, you know they substituted quite a bit uh, in all phases, and you know they were without several key players: Sam Brown, Aaron Young, the running backs did not play. Uh, FCS transfer Nassim Brantley did not play uh, defensively. Um, overall, I thought they just brought the heat, uh, figuratively and, and literally, and uh, five sacks, three turnovers for a defense that we were looking to take that next step this year. They sent a, a really strong message in this win in terms of how they were able to be dominant over a Northwestern team that, frankly, doesn't look very good. Ben Bryant is a good quarterback, uh, had a terrible game. And that was in part to the Rutgers defense. They just made him very uncomfortable. He was rattled a couple of times. They got uh, fairly consistent pressure on him. Uh, and he made some mistakes. Uh, Northwestern offensive line certainly struggled. Uh, they didn't have any real playmakers. There was no run game at all for Northwestern. Rutgers held uh, Northwestern to 12, 12 rushing yards. That's that's crazy. On 22 carries. Um, and that was that was a big story in the game. Rutgers overall, Gavin Wimsat. Let's talk about him. Uh, encouraging performance for sure. He, it's not just the stats, you know, which were were good. They weren't, you know, eye popping. Um, but he didn't need to to do that. He just needed to be competent, and he showed tremendous poise. I thought I really liked the play calling of Kirk Shiraka and how they got Wimsat into the game. And honestly, they were more aggressive in the early going than I expected, uh, and it led to two. Dominant drives, 18 plays, 60, uh, 16 plays back to back to start the game, 14 nothing, 75 and 80 yards respectively. And they let Wimsat throw the ball. Uh, you know, he he wasn't the most accurate. Uh, he had a couple close calls in terms of you know throws that he would have liked back and potentially could have been turnovers, but overall, no mistakes, uh, no turnovers. He completed 17 of 29 passes. Uh, which is a 58.6 uh, completion percentage, uh, a little bit below where you want to be. But I thought that there were some some big throws that he made, uh, and he looked confident. He looked poised. He looked comfortable. He was smiling out there. I thought he had some really good um, instinctual runs and, and, and showed some pocket presence uh, in a way that I don't think we've seen from him. Uh, certainly has a lot of room to grow. Uh, and needs to continue to improve as this season goes on. Um, but listen, you know, 17 to 29, 163 yards uh, and a touchdown pass. And then in the rushing, he had a, a really strong run to score that second drive uh, and finished with 33 yards on nine carries. Um, but, 
you know, overall, I just thought uh, the way in which he managed the game, the way in which he uh, had uh, a presence out there that we haven't seen before. So super encouraged by his overall performance. Uh, the run game, you know, without Young and Brown, we saw um, Kyle Manungai and true freshman Jashawn Benjamin. Uh, Manungai, you know, didn't get a lot going on early. And then that third quarter drive when Rutgers was up 17 nothing, you know, the veteran really stepped up. He had a, a, a short catch uh, that he uh, avoided a tackle, broke a tackle, and ran it 20 yards for uh, a big reception that set up that drive. And then he had a 15-yard uh, touchdown run. Uh, that was really key uh, for him uh, to break through. And Rutgers went up 24-0, and that was kind of all she wrote. Uh, the rest of the game, you know, was a little bit of a, of a slog. Uh, but overall, you know, that that put the game away and, and eliminated any possibility that Northwestern was going to come back. So that was huge. Sean Benjamin, not great, you know, in terms of uh, yards per carry. He finished uh, 20 attempts, 46 yards, so 2.3 yards. But he, he looked... I, I thought overall he looked pretty solid. I mean, the offensive line struggled at times. They, there was a ton of rotations. I think nine different linemen played. Obviously, heat's a factor. Uh, we'll listen to see what uh, Greg Schiano says after the game. Again, this is a rapid reaction coming to you uh, literally two minutes after the game. I hit my publish on my game <laughs> recap, and uh, the game was over. So, uh, but a lot of rotational offensive line, you know, uh, it, it wasn't it, – it was – a decent performance from the offensive line early on. They played really well and then they got kind of worn down. I think obviously the heat was a factor, um, but I think just the, the lack of cohesion in terms of so many different players being shuffled in certainly uh, was a factor and, you know, trying to run up the gut did not work well. Uh, but overall, I, I, I liked what Benjamin brought. I, th I thought he looked the part um, and uh, it was interesting to see him get so many carries. He actually led Rutgers in carries, but um Rutgers overall, let's see, they had 44 attempts to 29 uh, pass attempts. So that was 60% um, of the time they ran the ball. I had said I thought they'd run at least 65%, but early on it was definitely weighted towards the pass. Uh, and I thought Kirk Shiraka did a great job play calling. He mixed it up. You know, it wasn't perfect, but overall I thought they showed confidence in Wimsat. He, he called the game to put him in spots. You know, they rolled him out quite a bit. Uh, and they allowed him to run. They allowed him to uh, have the freedom to be himself out there. And I thought that was really important. Uh, and, uh, you know, Ian Strong, let's talk about him. I mean, that touchdown catch to start the game was phenomenal. He had another really good catch uh, off a deflection that I think Benjamin mistakenly tried to uh, catch himself. Those were the only two catches he had in the game for 24 yards. But he he looks like a potential star. They've been raving about him in you know spring camp and then preseason and to see him step up and make two two really good catches, especially that touchdown. That was a highlight real catch. That'll be on the Sports Center top 10. Uh, he looks like the real deal. Uh, and then you had uh Isaiah Washington. Good to see him lead Rutgers in receiving four yards, 36 catches, uh 30, 36 yards on four catches. Uh Johnny Langan was a safety valve for Wimsett. He had four catches, 27 yards. Chris Long had two catches for 28. Uh Dremel had a couple for, for 19. Um, you know, Sean Bowman, I thought he was going to be more involved in the pass game. He had a tremendous pancake block on that Manungai rushing touchdown. So he showed value there. Didn't play a ton. Um, but overall, you know, encouraged by the offense. Uh, not the best day. Again, I don't think Northwestern, they don't look very good. So I, I think there is some, you know, uh, I, I don't want to, um, 
you know, be a party pooper or anything like that. But uh, Rutgers dominated a bad team, and that's what they needed to do. And to get a Big Ten win off the bat is huge value. You know, uh, they, they raised the floor of the ceiling with this win today, and that was crucial. And they did it in a dominant way. So that was very encouraging. The defense, you know, I thought the defensive line did a great job. Uh, the secondary looked good. You know, uh, longer beam had a, a, a good interception. Max Melton, so both the corners uh, getting interceptions early on. Uh, that was that that was certainly good to see. And a lot of guys got involved. You know, I I'm really high on Kenny Fletcher. He had a huge sack at the end of the game. You saw Motore get a sack. That was great to see. Uh, so that was really encouraging as well. And they, they played 60 minutes. You know, and it stinks that Northwestern scored at the end of the game. Rashad Rochelle had that fumble. Uh, on a return punt really late. Uh, Brennan Sullivan came in the game uh, for Bryant and, uh, you know, was down to the final seconds. That, and the defense kept playing. They wanted that shutout. It stinks they weren't able to get it. It wasn't their fault uh, getting pinned uh, Northwestern best field position in the game. But Sullivan threw a one-yard touchdown pass for 19 seconds. Does it really mean anything in the grand scheme? No. And honestly, it's it's something that's going to give the, the coaching staff now uh, a chance to kind of uh, get on Rutgers, even though they had a really good performance, uh, and probably keep them from being a little too high, which is maybe in, in the long run a good thing going into Temple this week. Special teams, you know, coverage units are better. Flynn Appleby, I thought, was really good. Uh, four of his five punts, he pinned Northwestern inside the 20. That was really great to see. He averaged right at 40 yards a punt. Uh, did exactly what he needed to do. That's that's all Rutgers needs them to do. Average around 40 yards, you know, pin opponents inside the 20 when you can, avoid touchbacks, avoid, you know, shanks, avoid big mistakes. And he did that, passed the test of flying colors, I thought, uh, in his uh, Rutgers debut, uh, replacing the GOAT, uh, Adam Korsak. Jay Patel, you know, made a 32-yarder, missed a 38-yarder in the first half, uh, went off the right, uh, right post, uh, that was a little disappointing. You know, obviously last year Rutgers struggled with Jude Magatami uh, between 30 and 40 yards, and they really need to be able to count on Patel. I feel bad for him. I think, you know, he just he, he, he just missed it. And again, it might be something that makes him better in the long run. Uh, I don't think it caused for concern per se, but you would have obviously liked to see him be perfect on the game. Uh, but overall, I thought special teams looked better. Um it was it was definitely an encouraging performance. Like I said, I think Northwestern's gonna be pretty bad. Uh, but Rutgers ne never let him breathe, and they never let him back in the game. And overall, you know, I think this team has strong leadership, uh, and they have uh, they 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 were able to seize the opportunity that they had. Um, and I think that that is a very positive first step. Uh, now you have Temple coming in next week. You got to take advantage of that. You, you should absolutely win that game, uh, and they should dominate them, similar to how they they dominated Northwestern. Uh, Temple beat Akron yesterday by three points. Um, out of the Mac. So this is a game they should absolutely win. And then the real, I think, uh, test and kind of um, marker for this team in terms of what their ceiling potentially can be is Virginia Tech coming in in two weeks from now, which is just going to be a huge game. But, you know, I, I did a podcast earlier in the offseason, uh, preseason about hope me to October. And you had to have this win. You had to have this win for so many reasons. And I think that, you know, it's it's a step in the program in terms of uh, getting past a potential landmine that can really sink your season. And credit Greg Schiano, credit the program, the culture they have, the leadership they have. Uh, this is now the fourth season in a row in Schiano's return that they won their first Power 5 matchup uh, dating back to Michigan State in 2020, 
at Syracuse in 2021, uh, at Boston College last year, and now Northwestern, uh, second Big Ten opportunity to open the season. And they came through. They came through every time. And that just speaks to the preparation and the job that they do in preseason to get this team ready to play. Uh, and that goes that goes a long way. Obviously, they've struggled towards the end of seasons. Uh, they've been worn down by injuries. That's obviously key. And that is a bit of a concern, you know, uh, in terms of having key guys out to start the season. We'll see what Greg Schiano says about that. Some other concerns, I mean, you know, uh, in terms of yards per play. Uh, I mean, Rutgers only averaged four yards per play. Uh, didn't, you know, have a, a breakout rushing, you know, 2.8 yards per carry against a pretty bad Northwestern team. So it wasn't, you know, all uh, lollipops and rainbows. There's certain some cause for concern just in terms of how good is this Rutgers team. I don't think they're great. Uh, at least, you know, they didn't show that today, but they were competent and they were solid and they didn't, did not let Northwestern breathe. And that, that goes a long way. So overall encouraged, long way to go for sure. Um, but a big first step in the season opener to beat Northwestern overall have to be very happy. Uh, I certainly am. And I hope you celebrate this win and enjoy the rest of your Labor Day weekend and follow all my coverage at thescarletfaithful.com. I got a ton of post game coming out. Uh, thanks so much for listening and watching once again.